Hello and welcome to season four of Motivate Me. Are you feeling flat and you want to get your mojo back? Well, welcome to Monday Motivation, where we'll be dishing out tips, tricks, and techniques to get your head and heart back in the game. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Motivate Me. It's me time here on Motivate Me, and we are working on coming back from flat. Before we start today, let's get into the right headspace. Let's engage in the idea that this is time where you are the priority. Let's take two good breaths today to get centered. In for four, hold for four, out for six. You can follow me. Ready? In for four. Hold for four, and then out for six. We'll do that one more time. In for four. Hold for four, out for six. You know, there's certain shows that I like to watch or listen to, and every time they come on when they have those centering breaths, as soon as I hear the music, I start taking those deep breaths. So maybe this show will be one of those for you. Today's focus is connect with your people. Today, we're going to talk about the importance of connecting with your people and its role in helping you reclaim your passion. How doing this can help you get your head and heart back in the game. First, let's talk about why we should connect with our people. And then we'll talk about the how. You know, every action we take in life is done out of either fear or love. Fear is what holds us back and love is what propels us forward. Connecting with our friends and family is all about love and it serves multiple purposes. For one, it clears our conscience. It clears our conscience because we know that our friends and family are doing well, because they know we care, because we are pulling our weight in our relationships. It keeps us grounded and it's good for our soul because caring about others is a form of service, which I believe is one of the greatest things we're here to do. We have to have a clear conscience if we're trying to achieve our goals. I don't know about you, but if something or someone's on my mind, I can't focus to meditate or read or write or create anything. However, when I sit down with a clear mind, and I feel good that I put effort into my relationships, I'm much more creative and much more productive. It's similar to when we talked in another episode about how much easier it is to focus on our wants and needs when our other responsibilities have been met, like how when the house is clean or the family is fed and the day job is all in order. Now, there's two types of relationships we're reaching out to when we connect with our people. One is those people who fill us with all the feel-good hormones, and the other is those that drain us. The thing is, sometimes we have relationships that are draining, and we're not willing to walk away from them for whatever reason. And you know what? That's fine. I'm not here to lecture you on your relationships. I'm here to say that you need to do whatever it takes for you to free up your headspace. For many of us, that means making sure we're playing our part in our relationships. And if some of these people are the kind that bring you down, that's fine. Just mentally prepare yourself for those people and know 
that you need to keep an emotional distance. It's not that you don't care about them. It's that you don't allow them to consume you. Chances are, these are the relationships you most need to nurture in order to keep a clear mind. Am I right? Either way, back to you. So if you've been following our steps for season four, you've been journaling and writing and playing with your craft, you've gathered some materials that will help you explore your passions more, and you've been making yourself a priority. That's my favorite one. That's awesome if you've been doing those things. And I really hope you've been working on this for yourself. But now it's time to take some of that time and reinvest it in your relationships because doing so will refill you. Here's the quandary though. How do I make time for everyone and everything in my life and still have time and energy left over for me? Well, I happen to have a list here for you of some simple ways you can stay connected to your people, ways that have a big impact, but don't create a big time commitment for you or them. And please don't get me wrong. There are times when we can sit on the phone or FaceTime with friends and family, but there are also ways we can achieve a similar outcome without depleting our precious personal time. Now, after we discuss this list, I'm going to share a fun and unexpected ending of what happened after I took one of these ideas to task. In the meantime, six simple ways to stay connected with your people. So the first one on the list is send an actual card or letter. I know this doesn't sound super inventive, but in this day and age, it is pretty uncommon. The note you write can be handwritten or typed, but you know what? It's a nice gesture and it's something you can do any time of day and it feels nice to receive. I suggest adding a fun sticker to the envelope or like a little hand-drawn picture. And you can also address it in a way that will make the person smile when they see it. Like uh, what I sent to my girlfriend, Jessica. Jess Hottie Cassiano. Or Justin Deman Silva. <laughs> or Kelly Awesomeness Trombley. You, these are actual examples, by the way, and I have many more examples I could give you. So that's number one. But number two, drop off a homemade meal or dessert. To me, it's a small amount of effort to send a big amount of love. And it's really not that time consuming to put a couple of portions of a meal you've already made into a container and run it over to a friend's house. Number three, send a gift from Amazon. You probably have Amazon Prime, which is free shipping, right? So I just sent a pool net, for example, to my friend for her boat. She's always leaning over the boat to scoop garbage out of the river. What little item could you send to a friend? Maybe it's a funny t-shirt you know they'd love or a specific color nail polish. Or one time a grieving friend was visiting and she took comfort in a pair of my slide-on sneakers. And I surprised her and shipped her a pair. She felt the love. Number four, hide a gift for someone to find. So I hid a Tennessee Christmas tree ornament under the Christmas tree at a friend's house last year because we had both just moved here from New Jersey. And then recently, like last week, she had a New Jersey ornament that was from her house that she's about to sell. She hid it in one of my shopping bags. You know, it's so small, but it's so big, right? So that's one thing you could do. Hide, hide a gift. Uh, number five, pass along news articles or tag people and things you see online. 
So for example, I shared an article about sharks with one of my friends. I know she loves sharks. And then I tagged another one in a hat that I knew she would love. They felt so seen that I knew that they would love these things. So make your friends feel seen, make your family feel seen. This is a really easy way to do that. And the last one that I have on here, number six, send a low commitment text. A low commitment text is one that doesn't take much time to read or to respond to. And this is the story I wanted to tell you about. I'm close with many of my nieces and and nephews, and no matter how crazy life gets, I always try to make sure they remember that I'm here if they need me, that I care about what's happening in their lives, and that I'm interested in all that they're striving for. But at the same time, I don't want them to feel like I'm putting expectations on them. So a few months ago, I sent a simple text to three of my nieces and three of my nephews that said, on a scale of one to 10, how's things? Now I'm expecting simple answers. I would have been happy with just a number in response, to be honest. But what I got was quite the surprise. My first niece said she didn't know how she was doing yet that she'd let me know as soon as she got out of the job interview she was about to walk into. A second niece responded right away with, I'm in class, what's up, what do you need? (laughs) She's fine, but wants to know what she can do for me while working full-time and going to college full-time. And my third niece sadly said she was only a five out of 10 because she'd been struggling with getting accepted into a master's program. That ended up opening a really good conversation up between us. Then I heard from the boys. My first nephew responded that he's at an eight or nine out of 10 only because he can't live on his college campus due to COVID. But then he opened dialogue with me and seemed genuinely interested in how life's been treating me. My second nephew asked if he could FaceTime me because he's out in Los Angeles. He wants to show me his new apartment And he wants to tell me a long, sordid story about an agent who wants to sign him. Then he sent me the song he just recorded. And my third nephew, well, he said he's at a five out of 10 because he feels he, and I'm quoting, doesn't need to be wonderful all the time. (laughs) Wow, right? One simple text that I sent to six people I care about, and I got a window into their worlds, and they got to see that I care. I remember that I was working at the kitchen table the day I did this. I remember that doing this sidetracked me for a small period of time. And then I remember putting my nose to the grindstone, feeling contentment in my heart and connection with my people. What can you do that will give you this same sense of contentment? Who do you need to reach out to so you can quiet your subconscious? We would love to hear your thoughts. Join us in our private Facebook group, Motivate Me Support System, where you can come chat with me and check out motivatemepodcast.com for anything else. I'm going to leave you with a little truth talk from me to you. Connection with others is probably the greatest need of the human psyche. We can allow this need to drain us or we can allow it to fill us up. The thing is, there are many aspects in life we cannot control, but this is not one of them. We can get creative in how we reach out to those we love. We can put some planning into building these relationships and controlling the time in which we do it. And if we do this, we will feel fuller than when we started and excited to get back to achieving our goals. Remember, you motivate me. I'm Lynette Renda. Keeps turning.
not just keep moving along. 